What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Let's Talk About Beds podcast. I'm your host, MJ's Bookie. Um, basically, this is going to be a podcast um, primarily focusing on NFL football, college football bets. Um, let's go ahead. Um, you know, if you guys follow me on Twitter, um, it's Let's Talk About about being ABT Bets. That's the Twitter handle. Um, that's also my email. If you guys have any questions or suggestions, go ahead and email Let's Talk About Bets at gmail.com. Um, let's go ahead. We can go over um, last week's last week's bets. Let's see how we did. Um, overall, we went two and two. Um, if you guys are following me on Twitter, you saw those picks for free. Um, I'll be honest. Um, didn't really do too much research going into week one. Just wanted to have kind of um, get some skin in the game. Let's start off um, looking at the Nebraska Illinois game. Um, obviously, Nebraska uh, pretty disappointing. Scott Frost pretty disappointing. Adrian Martinez uh, played played pretty well. Just didn't get a whole lot of support. I mean, he put up uh, good stats, but you know, I mean, a team with that kind of prestige um, traditionally should certainly have no problem with Illinois. Um, leading into it, I, the spread I took Nebraska at minus six and a half. Um, I initially took it as an alternate spread. The spread ended up just being that naturally, so probably should have waited and laid that down. Um, Obviously, that game, um, Illinois ended up winning, um, so we, we took an L there. Um, it, was, it was certainly disappointing. Uh, I'm not going to lie, right before kickoff, I hedged that bet, the minus 6.5 with Illinois money, wa- money line, as well as taking the under in the UConn and Fresno State game. Um, looking at the UConn game, I took um, UConn to cover 27.5. That was obviously a mistake. UConn might be the... Um, Worst Division One program athletic department in the country. Um, certainly, uh, just a, a terrible showing by their football team. Um, a school like that should never get blown out by 45 points to Fresno State. Uh, props to Fresno State, though. Um, certainly, those were the, those were the um, two losses we took this week. Uh, the Nebraska, obviously not covering six and a half, and then um, UConn not covering 27 and a half. That, that's, I mean, Jesus, that's a big spread. They should have, should have definitely put up a better fight. That's just disgusting. Um, looking into the, the bets we did hit, um, we took the under, uh, under 68 in Hawaii at UCLA. Um, I had a feeling, you know, I, I was thinking UCLA might not want to play too, um, too crazy, show too much on film. Um, leading into their game this week against LSU. Um, I was a bit wrong. Um, they, they scored a lot more points, I guess, than I thought they would. Um, but Hawaii really helped us out there, keeping that under going. Um, certainly 68 was a lot of points. Uh, I don't think anybody expected Hawaii to score a lot. Um, so that was, that was a good bet. Um, really looking forward to seeing what UCLA can do this week against LSU. Um I, should be a good one. We'll get in a little bit into that uh, here, in the, here in a little bit. Um, and then rounding out week zero, let's go ahead and look at our final bet. Um, I took alternate spread of UTEP, um, minus six and a half. Obviously, UTEP was at New Mexico State. Um, New Mexico State had five returning starters, um, and they're, they're just a terrible football team. Um, so I think the spread before kickoff was UTEP minus nine and a half. Didn't feel too good. Um, obviously, I don't I don't pay too much attention to UTEP or New Mexico State football. Um, but knowing New Mexico State had five returning starters was enough for me to think UTEP could win by a touchdown. 
so I, that's why I took minus six and a half. So um, overall, we were two and two. Um, personally, I hedged the two losses um, before kickoff. Uh, so like I said, I took Illinois and money line parlayed with uh, the under in the UConn Fresno State game. Um, so that ended up paying out more than more than I lost. Um, and just for future reference, any any bet that I suggest is a uh, is just a one unit bet. Um, obviously, whatever your units are, I'm just laying one down on each each bet that I um, throw out there. Uh, let's go ahead. Let's move into week one. Um, we'll start off here. We got the Boise State at UCF. So obviously, this is um, new head coaches at both schools. Uh, pretty good, you know, group of five teams traditionally. Uh, Boise State obviously um, has been a little bit more relevant, I think, for a longer time. But UCF certainly coming on strong here the last few years. Um, I'm going to go ahead. Uh, we've we got the spread at UCF minus five and a half. Um, you can find it lower than that some places. Um, and then we got money line UCF minus 200. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to take UCF money line. Um, really just because I think Gus Malzahn, um, that, you know, he's going to be a better coach than whoever Boise State hired. Um, I'm not I'm not even sure who they hired. I know Harson is now at uh, at Auburn having a hell of a time there. Um, but I mean, Gus Malzahn, he's been there. He's done that. Um, you know, really, really looking forward to this game uh, on a Thursday night. Um, I think, you know, could could be a good opening into the, the first real week of college football. Um, I'm just thinking, you know, Boise State's going to travel down to UCF. It's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. Boise State really, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to be um, physically prepared. Um you know, UCF, I think UCF has a better quarterback. Um, certainly with Boise State's quarterback coming back, I mean, he he's had some – he had a good season a couple of years ago. Um, certainly a talented guy. I just think Gus Malzahn's going to have a, a better game plan going into week one. Um, so, like I said, the pick is going to be UCF Moneyline. That's a minus 200, so not getting the whole bang for your buck. Um, you know, it's a, it's a pretty safe bet, I feel like. Uh, if you want something a little riskier, you can certainly parlay it with a pick that picks that we have coming up later. Um, that might be a little safer as well. Um, looking at this next bet, let's go ahead. It's going to be Bowling Green at Tennessee. Um, we have the over-under at 58.5, the spread at Tennessee, minus 35.5. Um, so my pick is just going to be Bowling Green to cover 35.5. Um, personally, there's, there's just no way that uh, Tennessee's 35.5 points better. Um, in week one with a new head coach um, than any team in FBS. Um, I mean, they, they lead the country in transfer portal entries, um, and it's not even close. Um, I mean, they, they had more people into the transfer portal than the spread right now. I think they had 38 um, or something entering into the transfer portal. Spread's only 35 and a half. Um, they just named Joe Milton starting quarterback. I think he'll have a pretty good game. I think he'll... Uh, Probably throw the ball down the field a lot. I think Tennessee's got some fast weapons, Jalen Hyde, um, players like that. Uh, I just don't think they're going to be able to win by more than five touchdowns. I'd expect this to be more like a 25-point than a 35-point game. Um, Let's go ahead. Um, Looking into all these games coming up before um, Saturday even gets here, Um, UNC at Virginia Tech. Um, the pick here is going to be UNC Moneyline. I've got it at UNC minus 210. 
Um, if UNC is everything, you know, that people are saying they sh- they're going to be this year, Mac Brown, Sam Howell, uh, Ty Chandler, you know, really, if they're going to be everything that, I mean, people are saying, you know, if they're gonna, if they want to challenge Clemson, they're not going to be able to lose games like this um, at Virginia Tech, which, you know, I think um, maybe a couple of years ago, um, this UNC team, you know, with the experience, obviously, you know, they might lose to Virginia Tech. I think what Mac Brown's building there is probably, um, you know, this might be as good as UNC football gets ever. Um, so I'd go ahead and I'd take this money line at Virginia Tech. Um, Virginia Tech certainly going to put up a fight. They always do, um, especially, you know, early in the season. We saw what they did to Ohio State a few seasons ago. Um, I just think UNC is going to be – their offense should handle Virginia Tech. Um, you know, I could I could be comfortable playing the spread at five and a half, um, but you know, you never really know what you're going to get out of Virginia Tech. You know, you'll get a fight. You're just not quite sure uh, what the talent's going to be year in year out. So I think I'm just going to feel safe taking money line. Um, if you want, you know, a positive return, go ahead just parlay the UCF and UNC money lines. Um, moving into the next bet, got Michigan State at Northwestern. Um, this, I mean, this is not going to be a high-scoring game at all. The over/under currently at 45. Um, spread at Northwestern minus three. Money line Northwestern minus 160. So you know what? I'm just going to take an alternate spread at Northwestern minus two and a half. Um, I don't, you know, I think Northwestern wins the game. Um, they could win by a field goal though. I don't think they'll lose by anything less. Um, I don't think the game, even if Michigan State wins, I don't think it'll be. Um, closer than a three-point game but I certainly don't want to lose a bet on a game-winning field goal so that's why I'm taking Northwestern minus two and a half so that way that field goal does cover that um really the reasoning here I just think Pat Fitzgerald um you know I think he's obviously had more time with his team than uh, Mel Tucker um you know he he might be a better coach than Mel Tucker certainly has his uh, system more in place uh than than Michigan State and what they've got going on up there. You know, Michigan State certainly by the end of the season could end up having a better record being the more talented team. But I just think week one, Northwestern's going to be a little bit too much for them to handle, especially on the road. Um, week one, Hunter Johnson, the former five-star, he hasn't really lived up to any of the hype, obviously. But, you know, the talent's there. You know, Pat Fitzgerald's going to field a pretty competitive team. Um, so I feel safe with Northwestern minus two and a half. Um Moving into the next game, we've got another Big Ten matchup. It's going to be Penn State at Wisconsin. Um, we've got the over/under at about fifty and a half. Wisconsin minus four and a half. Wisconsin money line minus one ninety. Um, the pick here again, kind of the same logic. Um, I think Wisconsin's going to win. I don't think they're going to win less by less than a field goal. So I'm taking another alternate spread at Wisconsin minus two and a half. Um, you know, I think Graham Mertz, um, obviously, you know, Sean Clifford's got his, his own thing going on, talented kid at Penn State. I think this game is at Penn State. Um, you know, maybe you take the Nittany Lions here. I just think Wisconsin, um, a lot of people expect them to contend in the Big Ten this year, and I think Graham Mertz is probably a better quarterback than Sean Clifford overall. Um, I really like his poise. I like his confidence. Um I don't expect it to be a high-scoring game. I do expect it to be pretty close. I think Wisconsin goes down there at the end. Um, you know, maybe they win by a field goal. That's why I'm taking minus two and a half. Maybe they can extend it out um, by a touchdown. I just I, I don't I don't see Penn State winning this game um, after the season they had last year. I really just don't 
Um, and I don't see a strong start for them against a tough Wisconsin team. Um, moving into my next bet, this one's going to be a little bit different. Um, got Central Michigan here at Missouri. Um, so the spread we've got currently is Missouri uh, minus 14. Um, that's a it's uh, a tough tough spread there. Um, I think Missouri obviously wins by by double digits. Um, I think that's pretty inevitable, so I'm just going to take him at minus 9.5. Um, alternate spread, obviously getting worse odds there. Um, but it's safe, I think. I mean, I just you never really know with Missouri. I mean, new coach, new-ish coach, new-ish quarterback. Um, they're going to be they're going to have more talent than Central Michigan. Um, you know, I I just don't know if they're going to win by more than two touchdowns. Um, but I think they'll win by double digits. So I'm taking minus nine and a half there. Um, this next game. Um, Oregon State at Purdue. Uh, so that we've got the over under at 67 and a half. Um, this game just sounds boring, sounds slow. Purdue, Oregon State. I'm taking the under. Um, not really for any research purposes, strictly because I don't think those teams can score a lot of points in football against each other. Um, it's at Purdue. Um, Purdue and Oregon State, like I said, just sounds like a slow game. Um, even in basketball, it'd be a low-scoring game. I mean, Oregon State last season, all about defense. Purdue typically has a pretty good defensive team, has a big center there. Um, I don't. I just these teams just sound slow. They sound like they're not going to score a lot of points. Take the under. Sixty-seven and a half is a is a really high week one over under. Take the under. Uh, moving on to this next game here, we've got Baylor at Texas State. Interesting that it's at Texas State. Um, I'm sure, you know, there's some agreement that I just haven't read up on on why that game's going to be there. Um, good good for them going out to San Marcos. Um, you know, Texas State, maybe they put up a fight against new, new head coach Dave Aranda. Um, but maybe maybe for the first half they put up a fight. I think Baylor ends up winning this game by double digits. Um, so the I think I got the spread here at thirteen and a half. I'm gonna take alternate spread again, similar to Missouri at nine and a half, just because I think Baylor wins the game um, by double double digits. Um, the under could be tempting, even though I've got it at fifty four and a half right now. Um, I could easily see it being like a thirty one to thirteen, uh, twenty you know twenty eight to ten that kind of type of game. Um, I don't think Aranda's really going to allow Texas State to score a lot of points against them, but I don't know if Aranda's going to have an offense figured out for Baylor yet to score um, over. Just take this over here. So I'm going to stick to the 9.5. Um, but, you know, if, if, you, if you're not as comfortable with that, I definitely think you could take the under as well. Um, let's see, moving in. Uh, like, I, like we were talking about earlier with UCLA, that's going to be our last... Um, our second to last game here is the LSU at UCLA game. Um, interesting. Uh, UCLA looked really, really good week one. Granted, they were playing Hawaii. Um, I don't, I mean, DTR, you know, he was playing lights out. Chip Kelly wins his first non conference game. Um, you know, it could be a little bit of a Cinderella beginning if they're able to knock off LSU here at home. Um, overall, I mean, I think LSU has more talent. I think LSU could be pretty fired up and um, have something to play for with everything that's going on in Louisiana right now. Um, with the hurricane, I think, you know, 
I think I mean we, this the spread's been shifting towards UCLA. It's still at LSU minus three, so I feel really comfortable telling taking an alternative spread at LSU minus two and a half. I just think they have more talent. I think they have better coaches, a better defense. No reason they don't win by at least a field goal. Um, the biggest question for LSU, I think, comes into their quarterback play, um, which UCLA seems to have their quarterback figured out. Um, so it, it, it'll be interesting there. Um, however, I don't think UCLA has cornerbacks like Eli Ricks and Derek Stingley. Um, so LSU, I, th- I think they'll be able to shut down UCLA's uh, what seems to be explosive offense. Um, I think you know the over/under here set at 69 and a half. I think you could take the under in that as well. Um, you know they set these week one over/unders so high and. You know, you got to remember this is the first week that these a lot of these teams are playing. Obviously, UCLA played last week, um, but it, it's hard to imagine. You know, these these offenses being full tilt, ready to go, when they haven't played against anybody except themselves. So, I think unders in general, good rule of thumb, you can take the under in week one. Um, I know it's not exciting, but it's what's going to win you money. Um, so, but again. My bet here is going to be LSU minus two and a half. Um, and then rounding out my week one action um, that I want to discuss with you guys today is going to be San Jose State at USC. Um, real interesting game here. Um, you know, obviously people are expecting pretty big things out of USC. Um, it seems like you know Clay Helton's been on the been on the hot seat for the last twenty seasons. Um, and San Jose State, you know, they, they won their conference last year. They looked pretty good. Nick Starkle's their quarterback. I mean, that guy's played at a thousand different schools. Um, really, you know, highly touted coming out of high school. Um, the line here is we've got a USC minus 14. I'm going to take an alternative line. Let's take San Jose State plus 17 and a half. That way, um, if they win by two touchdowns, obviously, in that field goal, we get shielded from that. Um, my reasoning behind this is San Jose State has 19 of the 22 starters coming back, um, as well as Nick Starkle as their quarterback to finish 7-1 and one last season. Um, and I really think USC is going to be overhyped. They typically are. Um, I think everybody always thinks USC, Texas, um, you know, Penn State, Michigan, the Notre Dame, you know, they just always get overhyped coming into the season. And then, what, you know, what do they really have to show for it? Um, now I do think USC has a really talented team. I think that quarterback they got out there is incredible. Um, I think they've got some good receivers, got some good defensive playmakers. But week one, you know, San Jose State played last week. I think USC is going to be a little bit rusty. I, don't, I wouldn't put USC on upset alert, but I don't, you know, there's I don't think they can cover 18 or 17 and a half points against U- San Jose State. So I think that's a pretty safe bet there. Um, so again, we'll go ahead just run through these picks. Um, make sure to lock them in. The first game um, will be the Boise State at UCF game. That's on Thursday night, so make sure you go ahead, um, get in on the action. Um, you know, today or tomorrow before before these games get locked up. Um, so for Boise State at UCF, we're going to take UCF money line at about minus 200. Bowling Green at Tennessee, we're going to take Bowling Green to cover 35 and a half. Um, UNC at Virginia Tech. We're going to take UNC money line at about minus 210. Uh, Michigan State at Northwestern. We're going to take Northwestern minus 2.5. Penn State at Wisconsin. We're going to take Wisconsin minus 2.5. Central Michigan at Missouri. We're going to take alternate spread Missouri minus 9.5. 
Oregon State at Purdue taking under 67 and a half. That might be my lock of the week. Um, Baylor at Texas State, we're going to take alternate spread. Uh, Baylor minus nine and a half. LSU at UCLA, take LSU minus two and a half. And then San Jose State at USC, take alternate spread. San Jose State to cover 17 and a half. Um, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'm not going to post these on Twitter. I want to see, you know, I want people who are listening to this to hear the hear the reasoning. You know, if they, if they like the plays, go ahead and play them. Um, like I said, two and two last week. Um, we'll keep an updated record on a weekly basis and then an overall record. Um, so currently, obviously, in 2021, we're also two and two. Um, like I said, um, I'm, I'm your host of the uh, Let's Talk About Bets podcast. Um, I'm MJ's bookie. Um, you know, shoot. Feel free to shoot me an email. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, it's at the Let's at Let's Talk About Bets um, on Twitter. About is A B T. Wouldn't let me spell the whole thing out. And then our email is going to be Let's Talk About Bets at gmail.com. So feel free shoot me an email if you have any questions. Um, we'll feel free to answer them directly, and then we'll also answer them on the on the podcast next week. Um, so good luck. Um, my number one rule is don't listen to anybody else's advice on betting. Um, so if you're listening to this, you know take that into consideration as well. Um, nobody's fault but your own if you lose money. Um, but, you know, good luck out there. Let's win some money this weekend, boys.